yeah. I need yeah. I need yeah. I need yeah. Paddock watch, exotic rim. Foreign bitch got on exotic exotic hills. Blood and neck, now she got body chills. I need I need I need I need Speak on my name, but they be facing they be facing They try to drop my style, but they not great as him. Hey, impossible. Salmon all over my pasta. Rolling fat black, you would think I'm a rock. And I just buried 40 bands on the Lacoste. Selling out threats, but I don't even bother. You say you want smoke with all of the drums. Don't fuck with snakes. I kill all in the car. And this shit on my hip, I just like a piranha. Yes, sir, baby. You already know what's going on. It's your boy Outlaw Motherfucking Wop in the building, man. Back in the motherfucking building, man. Dolphin Narcissus Podcast, man. I got my co host with me for show, for show. Mr. Rhetoric, we here? Friend of the show. Sean J, man. What's good, baby? We back in the motherfucking building. Yes, sir. Talk that talk, man. We got a special guest, Julian Butts, gonna be joining us later on. Y'all know what I need y'all to do, man. Like, follow, comment, subscribe, man. Show some motherfucking love to us, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you hate us, tell us twice. If you love us, tell us a hundred times. We need it all, baby. We need it all. Y'all know what we listening to, man. Great as hell. I need a I'm talking money, man. Money, man. I turn up all we ain't gonna play. Look at the rest, I can't wait for another day. Ooh. Trying to move my folks into a better place. Only thing they really see is the money. Kind of like riding my thumb, break my thumb. Oh. Niggas say they won't smoke, we ain't never running. Nah. Make the phone call and my gunners come gunning. But all I want is him. Don't need your love, you turned your back when tennis looks slim. Don't need your love, you turned your back when tennis looks slim. Tennis looks slim. Boom, walking like I'm Jackson on the field. I'm on the field. Yeah. I need him. I need him. I need him. Paddock watch, exotic rim. Hey, y'all already know what it is, man. Shout out to them boys, man. Forever up. Ali Bouvier, Keezy. Jack Boy, Marlo, Dub, everybody, appreciate everybody, man, y'all know how it is, man, y'all know how it go, y'all know how we do, back in the motherfucking building, man, Dolphin Narcissus Podcast, we got a lot of motherfucking special shit for y'all today, man, we got special guest, Julian Butts, gonna be joining us in just a moment, talking about his project, man, he got some, some real creative, dope shit, that he shout did. it out! Shout out the name of it. Um, it's called "Soundtrack to My Life," man. We're gonna play a snippet of that for y'all um, in just a moment, right before we had Julian on on the line. But you know, some real dope shit, man. We're gonna get him on here, let him talk about you know how he came up with his concept for that, and you know just what his inspiration was behind it. I I, I liked it. You know, what I'm saying he got ep- that was episode one that we're gonna play a snippet of for y'all. Uh, which was about Lauren Hill's album. Uh, I'm going to let him talk to y'all a little bit. You know a little more about it later, though. No, definitely uh, definitely, definitely a good piece of piece of work right there. But uh, we got a lot of shit. What else we talking about on the show? We're going to talk about Umar. This nigga Umar was tripping, talking about giving him your grit money. He wants your grit money. We're going to talk about <laughs> Tori and Megan. Some, you know some more I mean? updates. Yep, some yep. more updates on that type of shit, man. We got a fucking... Militia standoff going on in Virginia right now that people ain't talking about. That's fucking crazy. So we got a lot of shit for y'all, man. We got a lot of shit for y'all. I need y'all to stay tuned, man. But uh, first, before we get Julian on the line, man, I just want to let y'all check out a little bit of uh, his project, which is called Soundtrack from my, to My Life. Um, 
the visuals on this shit is, is pretty dope, you know what I'm saying? He had like a good uh little collage and some things he used, you know, had his son taking pictures. Like it was just some it was really dope, you know what I'm saying? I fucked with the whole with the whole little concept. And, uh, whole layout. Had a whole layout and, and everything and what it was about. So I'm gonna let y'all hear that. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I chose this uh, particular project to kickstart uh, the soundtrack of my life because I think this is, well, this is the moment that I fell in love with hip hop. The first time that I heard this project, uh, I can say that I was encapsulated by, you know, the introduction all the way to the conclusion. That is when I came to the understanding that a classic project is one that should be able to be played through from beginning to end without skips. Um, going through, you know, all aspects of an emotional roller coaster, whether that be, you know, uh, music bringing you from laughter to tears to, you know, pain to pleasure, um, so on and so forth. So uh, that is why I chose this particular project. Uh, the artwork to me is like very dope. It's, it's, it's something that even to this day has shown the ability to stand the test of time. I think it, it says a lot without saying much. It's very subtle. Yeah, that's, that's that's just a little bit of, you know, him breaking down the album and how it affected his life. I mean, it's real dope, man. You should definitely check it out. Um, his Instagram, distinguished underscore legacy. Um, I mean, shoot, I think it's about time we just go ahead and get him on the line, man. So let me get Julian on the line for us. Yeah, people, as promised, you already know, man, we got the one and only, the uh, distinguished legacy himself, man, Julian Butts, man. Julian Butts, man, appreciate you being on the show, man. Go ahead and shout out to the people. Absolutely. It's good, fellas, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on. Looking forward to having a good time with y'all. For sure, for sure. So, uh, you know, before we got you on the line, uh, I played a little bit of your of your project on your Instagram, you know, gave the people, you know, a brief synopsis of how I envis you know, how I took in your project, but you know, it's yours, so I kinda want you to go ahead and speak on it yourself and let the people know what you worked on, what your project is and where they can find it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm honored I didn't I didn't expect for it to be I didn't expect for it to turn out to be as as, you know, as, as great as it was, given that it was no real promo, I kind of want to make it like a trial run, and the turnout was phenomenal. Uh, as you all know, uh, the content that I took for this specific for this specific element is called or is called the soundtrack to my life. Um, it is basically uh, a composition of certain classic projects that you know. Uh, brought me up, coming up, and taking me to where I am now. Of course, you you know you have music that grows with you over time. Uh, you have instant classics. Um, I just want to do my best to tap into all aspects, all aspects of music, and more or less kind of use it as like a teaching tool, you know, for for, for young people and therefore you know people our age or older people that may not be caught up on certain projects and things like that. I just want to enlighten people. Right, and that's about it. I mean, I, that's 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 a beautiful thing because that's a that's our purpose of this show. You know what I'm saying? We want right. to enlighten people. We want to entertain people, but we also want to enlighten them as well. You know what I mean? We Absolutely. we love we 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 aim to make thought provocative content. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you may Absolutely. laugh and 
enjoy the show, but we also want you to kind of think about what you heard, you know, while you listen to it and not, you know, and kind of think about it, analyze, and hopefully we can spark some some thoughts in other people's brains. So, and I know your project, for me watching it, definitely sparked a lot of creative thoughts and and things in my in my mind. I know it was just something that was really dope to me, even the whole presentation, right. the visuals, the intro. I mean, even how right. your son was in it, like a younger you, you know what I mean? It right. was just, it was all, like, I liked it all, honestly, you know what I mean? And I, right. I think right. it was really dope, man. That's why we, we really wanted to get you on the show so we could kind of hear, you know, what what inspired you to do that. So, like, I mean, yeah, just For tell sure. us, like, what, what really inspired you to to do that? Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm going to start with the obvious. Obvious is, like, I've always had a keen disability for music. Like, um, I'm fortunate enough to be on this podcast with people that if they don't know me, know me, they are familiar with me. And I've always been like, oh, man, you've been in the classroom right. all day arguing about music. Right. Same you know, I'm, I'll be on the same music, you know. I'm I'm right. like you in the in the sense of music, so I know that you are, you got that music ear just like I I feel like I got that music ear. Absolutely, I remember specifically talking to even like somebody like Fred. I don't even remember this. I was talking to Fred and Trayvon about mixtape about nothing in 2009 when nobody down south knew who Wale was. Now, I remember so, that. I mean, like. <laughs> So it's just more or less like I've always been musically inclined and just just the specific genre of hip hop. So like I couldn't escape that aspect of who I am. I'm a historian by nature. Uh, both both my parents are educators. My father is a history teacher, and that stuff kind of infused in me. So and a lot of his DNA is in me. If you see me, you see him. Right. Um, and it was just like more or less like I couldn't escape the teaching part, and I couldn't escape the music part. And, of course, you know, we grew up from that generation of parents that you had to get up on Saturday morning and listen to music. Like, listen right. to the project as you was cleaning up. You yeah. Could not, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't change the station. You right. Could, you couldn't be a million kids in the car listening to whatever they wanted to listen to. You nah. were driving from, from, from Atlanta to Maryland or, like, we were driving from Atlanta to New York. You had to listen to it. Mary J. Blige, my life. So yeah. Like, so, you had to listen to repeat. The, you had to listen to the whispers. Right. You had to listen to the spinners. Right. Oh, you had to yeah. listen. Yep. You had to listen to the shot lights. You know what I'm saying? Like the Manhattans. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anita Baker. You gotta listen to that. This is mama in the car. Mama wanna hear this. For sure. But at the time, of course, you you you, you appreciate it, but not like you should, right? Because you're too cool for school and you got your own little little thing in your head, your own little ego trip that you're going on. But as you get older, you learn to appreciate that music for what it was, right. and also the the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that are actually put into that project. And and that's what I wanted to kind of more or less. I want the next young young upcoming artist to be like, nah, it's no shortcut for this. Let me go ahead and put out uh, a project. I rather I rather take six more months of this project and put out a classic project rather than me rush something out. And it'd be halfway done. Now you got work pieces of work done, but it's only so good songs out of a 12 song album. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's like, I just more or less wanted to pay homage to those individuals that actually put the work in and made classic projects. Like, can legit do Jay Z can do a legit 
B-side concert. You know what I mean? Like on the regular Rihanna too. can do a B-side, right? <laughs> not 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 hit songs like songs that nobody knows. So it's like right. more or less tapping into those specific projects and paying homage to those artists. If I answered your question. Nah, I mean, nah, that's, I, I, you did, man, and I, I definitely understand your inspiration on that. No, I definitely, because, you know, you see, especially the music industry now, with streaming being the, the, the main source of income for a lot of people, you know, you see right. these reasons why you put a, a 40 project, you know, 40 song project out now, because you just want right. them songs to just go out. You want them right. to just turn. They making right. these deluxe albums yeah. with 32 songs on them. Just so they can do a new promo, like, yeah, a new I, release. If I make 32 songs, I know 10 of them going to hit. Yeah, it's just you know like, what I'm saying? If I drop 32, yeah. I, instead of saying I'm going to drop 10, and all 10 finna hit. You know what I'm saying? It, it's basically just like dropping a picture on Instagram, but like you're zooming out of it with every picture. It's the same picture, but you're just zooming out of the picture every time. So there's a little bit more right. that you see that we what was already there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm just doing yeah. the algorithms over again because everybody knows yeah. a new project's going to move faster than a project that's already just been sitting. So like I said, it's, it really right. messes up the art. And so it's good just yeah. for like someone like that you to kind of take, and yeah, for you to someone that take that's gonna take the time to be able to appreciate, especially the works that in the past that were done that that, that took those. Remember, that had we, to we be would pure. take years. Had to be pure. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't so yeah. easy just to go press a button and upload your shit on somebody's phone. Like back like, in the nigga, day, nigga, yeah. nigga, you gotta go hand this shit to somebody. Yeah. Somebody gotta go pop yeah. it in their shit, and somebody gotta press yeah. play. And somebody got to take time to listen to this shit. And you, so you better make it good. You know how fucking disappointed people are when they take their time to go buy your shit, pop it in the tape deck, fast forward to this shit, and this shit is trash. You know what I'm saying? They're like, what the fuck? That's why they niggas throwing your shit out the window. Like, that shit was a real thing. I'm going to throw this nigga this tape out the fucking window. Like, now niggas ain't throwing their phone out the window of this shit trash. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so easy now to just... Upload this shit, boom, play it here, play it there, and now you, you now you. Do you think that's why like people don't appreciate the J. Coles and the I think Kendrick that is Lamar's why. I and think the, that is the why. one that take time to actually make the album sound like true, you know, the true art form, you know. I think that like, is why true dog. stories making real classics. I don't I think, think that is people why. really appreciate that today. So I, do do you think that there is artists, you know, coming up now that's gonna make this type of music. Do you think there's, you know, absolutely, absolutely? I think there are some guys that are cultivating that music right now. And let me let me backtrack to respond to what Fred said originally about those artists making those, you know, doing things to try to capture things from more or less a short time perspective, like making forty song projects for streaming purposes. Those artists, yes, you can you can do that. And we know we don't have to say any names, we know who they are. And some of them are really good artists. Right. Right? Damn. Most um, of them are really good. Legends. Most of them are really good. So let's more or less say somebody like a Jay Z. Jay Z's reasonable doubt was not commercially successful when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It took years. Do you have are you looking at it from a short time perspective or are you looking at it for a long time perspective? You want your music to live. Niggas did so appreciate yeah. Niggas didn't appreciate Reasonable Doubt until like Jay Z third fourth album came exactly. out. Niggas was like, "Damn, Reasonable Doubt is hard." Like niggas right. still would tell right. you now nah, that's Jay Z best fucking because album. It was the most pure. It was the I most mean, it's pure. The first. It was hungry. It, it was like the sound is the, 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 yeah. different. So 
Yeah, you right, bro. Niggas got to ask themselves, like, is you making a song that's going to hit in the club today? Or is you making a song that's going to play at a nigga house 10 years from now? You know what I'm saying? And more listen, that's what your Jay Cole's, your Kendrick's, your Wale's, your Drake. And to answer your question, all of those artists, right? Because we live in an era of instant gratification. We will not. It's no way possible with social media and everything else that we can appreciate those artists until years from now. We love them now. But as soon as Big Sean album come out, we forget that Drake that dude. As soon as Big Crit album come out, we forget about J. Cole. Right. It's going to take years from now for when we talking to our kids <laughs> about like, boy, you don't know, baby. Just like, just like our parents out there. Right. That's when we'll finally be able to put and encapsulate those artists and give them the appreciation that they deserve right now to this day. Because we even, even albums like Good Kid, Mad City, Damn, or J. Cole's K.O.B., or Wale's More About Nothing. Like, right. like those, those albums are going to make more sense 10 to 15 years from now. When you're trying to explain, time. right, when you're trying to explain what 2020 was like to your son, you ain't even have to explain. You be like, hey, brother, grab KLB. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's the type of that's the type. So those artists that we talked about are the ones that you just brought up are actually copying the blueprint from those artists that they was listening to when they mamas was cleaning up. That's why we relate to them so much. Exactly. So yeah. I hope that answers your question. And that that's like you know I always say like a great great music is like a time machine. Because whenever Absolutely. you listen to a, a great song or a good song, you're going to remember like exactly where you was when you heard that shit or what you used to do when you was listening to that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always going to take you back and put you back in that time. Like That's what good music does. So, you know, I Absolutely. always want to make some, some music that's timeless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Timeless music is always the best. I mean, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm, I sure that I'm good. It's not just rap music. There are some dope R&B artists that are creating and cultivating the same, right. crazy R&B music. Like, I mean, just, just the name of you, like Ari Lennox. Sir. Ari Lennox is uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ari Lennox is amazing. Uh, no Allegra, like the list goes on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all listen to uh, DSVN? DSVN, y'all heard Absolutely. of it? Yes. DSVN yes. is a, oh my God, it's great, bro. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's like artists that are copying that blueprint because even, even that, even that, even that early, like the in between music from R and B, it seemed like it sounded like they were trying to rap R and B music. So yeah, it's like exactly. even now, it's like getting back to that to that R and B music that we grew up on. So it's like right, it's, it's going just, back to it's that old school. Not just rap; wow. it's, it's jazz. Like that kid Masego. I think I'm saying his name. I think I'm saying his name right. He's from DC. He got like a jazz slash R and B type melodic feel. You should listen to some of his music. I've seen his stuff. When I get out the line with y'all, yeah. but like it's a few artists that are cultivating. My um, boy Brent you know, Fires. Brent right. Fires, like yeah. the list goes on, man. But but, like, but R and B is not as promoted as it as it once was. It doesn't get the radio that's spins. That's it, 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 you have a, to go out and find these. That's because it's oversaturated with the, it's oversaturated with the temporary music. Right. The mainstream is oversaturated with the temporary music. So these good songs that's timeless, you ain't gonna hear them exactly. like that because they too they the temporary is taking so over. So they'll spin WAP in your head they'll for, for two months for two, and right. then, then they'll get they'll brainwash you with another song. Yeah, like old town road, niggas yeah. playing the fuck out that shit. Like you don't even yeah. hear it no more. 
You know what I'm right. saying? Like so it's up to us. It's up to us to be right. able to use word of mouth because that's still the best advertisement. Real right? music like, is. Or the playlist. Real validation. Right. The soundtrack of my life got no I did not do I did I did not do promotion for that on purpose because I want to see what it did. Right. I don't you know what I mean? I'm just now on social media. There's no reason why my thing should have seven hundred views. That was word of mouth. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So people that, saw it, that, people that told it, people shared right. it. Right. And that's how we have to do with our music, but we gotta get back to that. Nah, that's real. Nah, that's definitely real. So yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true shit, man. Well, uh, hey, man, we finna get into some goddamn thoughtful narcissism. Yeah, let's, shenanigans. Get, let's get into some thoughtful narcissism, man. Yeah, <laughs> we finna get into some thoughtful narcissism yeah, shenanigans right that's now. So, you know what I'm saying? So we gonna we gonna get into some shit, man. We gonna get into some shit. First off, we about to we about to talk about this nigga. I mean, hey, do your thing, do your thing. We always we over here partaking as well. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, if you need to get I'm you a shot, all right, shop, go ahead and take a shot, man. I know uh, we're going to get something <laughs> over here for you, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, we've been a goddamn talk this fucking talk, man. So right now, right, we about to get on this nigga Umar. Mm. Mm. Dr. Hey, fucking Umar. Here. Bring that ass here, boy. Come on, man. You what go the light fuck on are you doing, head. dog? What did he do? Your, what did he your, do? Give me your grit money. Well, what you give me money. your grit money. What's give me your grit money, and we can build these schools. That's what he's telling you. My boy said, grit money. My boy said we spend nineteen million dollars on grits a year. Black black that, people. He said that's slave food. He said that's the slave. That's the white folks. We we put money. money to the slops right there, just for some water and some oats. He oh. said if you give him the amount of money that you spend on grits. He could build black people's schools. But what he gonna is he gonna replace the grits? Like we need, we gonna be hungry, my nigga. Like, <laughs> like he is, talk about replacement. He telling you to buy cream of wheat. Nah, he want that money too. He said, "Don't buy cream of wheat." Either. He just want the, he want all perishable items money. Like if, whatever that shit is a non perishable. He wants that dollar. You know what I'm saying? He like, bro, you. I'm just keeping it real. Hey, bro, I'm just I'm just keeping it real, bro. That nigga want all the non-perishables in your home, bro. You don't need to hold on to those. So he said, if your shit don't throw away, if you get, if you okay, if your shit don't, if it ain't gonna go bad, nigga, let me get that. You wasn't even gonna use that. The very same thing. That's all he wanted, bro. Hey, bro, the survival, the survival food for black people. For, for the for the past few years and generations, them the ones that he wants. Yeah, that's all you know he wants. You can feed the grits. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. So you telling you me to stop buying this shit? If With shit water, hit the fan, nigga, if shit hit the fan, nigga, shit. we got grits. We got rice. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we got motherfucking oatmeal. And you know the grits don't hit. You know the grits don't hit. All you, you need is a stick eggs. of butter. All you need is some, some cheese, eggs. You probably got some cheese. eggs in there. You got some cheese. eggs. Shit, that's that's. Even, even if you ain't got the eggs, boy, you can just rock out with the grits. But something's gonna put a little cinnamon. So, 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 so real talk. So, real talk. So, what, what did you think? Please break this down to me. Like, what you think? Literally, 
Like, what, what is going on in, in his head like, right now? Like, is it like a breakdown? Is it like... Okay, honestly... Like, what's going on? If you, honestly, if you do a little deep dive into my boy's content, if you actually look what's going on in the background... <laughs> you got to check the Uber my boy, record. Yeah, my boy is going through some, some problems. I don't think y'all remember. Did y'all see the one where he was in his house and he dropped his phone? Yeah. And that shit looked <laughs> like an episode of Hoarders. The other way when yeah, it turned bro. the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah his yeah. house looked like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> You know so what I'm boy, saying? So my boy broke. Yeah, my boy living my bad, bro. <laughs> my boy ain't living good, bro. That nigga be outside at the park all the time. That nigga do be on oh, the park. And we all know. The damn NBA is a suspect. <laughs> bro. I would say that, too. Bro. I would say that, too, if I'm at the park every day. Hey, but no, if you've been following Dr. Umar, you know he's been having some some scams and schemes. That's all he is. Throughout the years. So this is this is right up his it alley. Like me. It like me. He's been talking about this school for, for years. For he school. has been talking about this school for years, and nothing's been built. They've right? been nothing. talking about his degrees ain't real. He ain't a doctor for real. Yeah. My boy been flew gazy out here. <laughs> oh, this nigga... <laughs> My boy been out here, really out here just lying. But no, but no, but no, but no. He no, said no, Frederick no. Douglass is his ancestor. But no, not not to dismiss, he does have some good content. He does put out some good positive stuff and mix some of the bullshit. So yeah, I just so, don't, I just don't I, like I, the I way don't he dismiss his input that he do. You know, so he do try to do some good things, but. He just broke, so he tried to go about it the the pyramid scheme way. To get your me? money. But see, it don't even yeah, like be like the pyramid like scheme. Just be like, just give me your money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he be trying to like tell a nigga just what all, you supposed to do. Yeah, how you tell a nigga cow. you can turn, turn a nigga grit money into a, a <laughs> goddamn school. What boy oh, that's said. That's some junky ass shit. Yes, yeah. bro. That's some shit that Jay tell you to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't go in there and buy the grits. Give me that money. I'll bring it back double. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. come back with two things of grits. Oh, <laughs> Off the shop lift. Yeah, all right, nigga. What right. you can do with a nigga baking money? Right. Grit money. You remember, you, when you're buying grits in the middle of the week, that's probably because that's the last $20 you got. That's you real. That, you see what Bro. I'm saying? Like, that's what hurt me. Bro. Like, you not even you not even speaking to the less you know what I mean the less fortunate right like how could you say give me a good money and speak about it like it's just like it's just nothing you just say that again and they call it slave food right right speaking to the poor people right like get the money from the rich right get the money from the motherfuckers who got it right niggas who you telling not to buy grits need them fucking grits but that's because niggas don't fuck with him no more. He's Talk lost a lot of credibility. When is the last time you seen him on a Breakfast Club? Been a while. Absolutely. Charlemagne can't can't vouch for him too too much Charlemagne, longer. Like Umar, you on that bullshit? I can't <laughs> yeah. have you on the yeah. show. So yeah. hey, you just gotta look at it like that. But it's, let's talk about somebody who probably ain't never going to be on any shows for a long time. Mister Tory Lanez. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, this nigga's a fucking. So little nigga can't hold his liquor, man. That what he that's what he said. But I, I heard this is what he was going around saying shit. to people too, that he was drunk as fuck and know yeah, he don't even know what happened. So this little Canadian I then, gotta take a shot for I <laughs> But this little Canadian then said to her in, in his apology, which I didn't even see that he said sorry or not. This nigga called Tori a little Canadian. This little Canadian gonna goddamn say to her, Hey, 
Because nah, I, I got to, man. I got to clown him now, bro. Because, you know, I was out there trying to shoot him some bail, thinking that his little ass was defenseless. But you know what I'm saying? Even if he was defenseless, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought his little ass was, was, was in trouble, but y'all now I got to come at his ass. Y'all know how I'm rocking for Meg. So. Oh, yeah. That's, that's your bae. I'm I'm shit. Fuck Tory. Facts, man. If I see him, I'm slapping him. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't well, say that last time. Shit, I'm, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna climb up right there. Shit, at you. So like, so like, what, what was he supposed to? This is now. Hold on, just hear me out. I'm listening. I'm sure he. I'm sure oh, he tried. Like, there was no other way for him to get in contact with her. Right? Yeah. I'm sure he couldn't. I'm sure he couldn't go to the hospital. Right? I'm sure if he called her. If he called her, she wasn't going to answer the phone. I know I wouldn't want her to answer the phone if I was her friends or whatever, right? So yeah. Like, right. Ain't the next logical step was to send her a text message or no? No, no, yeah. What would she would have done? I mean, what would y'all would have done if y'all had already shot her? And there's nothing you can do about that for her. All right, first. All right, first. What would y'all do? So, wait, first, Tori, I ain't going to slap you because Meg ain't my lady. But yeah. if she was my lady, I'd slap you. But when you when you when you do get on the, on the stallion, that's that's a well, slap when on sight. I get sight. on the stallion. It's, if she say it's slap on sight, babe, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Straight up. So let's just clear that up. Second. Okay. If I you? if I shot if I shot, I can't even bring myself to say it. Oh my god! We the thoughts of narcissists. Answer the question. <laughs> if I if I, was the, if I did some fucking bonehead shit like that. Yeah. I would literally show up at the hospital. I would this thing go to jail. I'd be the most concerned. I'd be the most concerned person. I'd be like, man, I'm so fucking sorry. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what I was thinking. Take me to jail. Whatever I need to do, man. Take me to jail. Say that now, bro. When you in that shit, when your adrenaline, this nigga is sick. You done just shot. You just shot a female. The drilling flowing, you I drunk, might, bro. I you, skip time. you in flight mode. You well, in fight or flight mode. Like, but you got man, okay. What the fuck happened? I Go hope on. you all right. You know what I'm saying? Get at me, man. Let's, let's we gonna have to fix this somehow yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so know, that bro. clearly, bro. You're not gonna be. So as a nigga who played too much, I can understand that he may have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Been trying to just point the gun out. Damn, and trying to act like he was before? no, I wouldn't say I shot a bitch, but I'm saying, <laughs> I I've, I played too much before in my life. So you not playing you know, with a gun? No, not a gun. But I'm saying I've done things where it's like, bro, you playing too much. You know what I'm saying? I've done things where I've, I've where niggas can be like, oh, you playing too much, bro. So as somebody who who's a, who's a frequent participant of of such actions, I can see where you could be like, you know what I'm saying? On some old, hey, I'm, I, he was trying to be stupid, funny with her, but then he accidentally right. hit the trigger being drunk. And hit her, but she wasn't playing. She said, "I can understand that, but you could said, just be trying everybody to be arguing." But all four of us so, arguing. So you've never been condescending to your girl when when you guys are arguing. I ain't never pulled a no, gun out. No, I'm not saying. No, come on, guys. Y'all not. Y'all are doing. We're, we're taking too many leaps at, at, at once. What I'm saying is, <laughs> he's being condescending, talking shit to her, and this. Instant, he's fucking drunk as shit. He puts a gun out, just saying, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? You you don't know who I am." Woo woo woo. Whatever he's saying, and he accidentally pulls the you trigger. I can understand him going to that. Dog. No, what I'm saying, I'm trying to break it up into two situations. So if he's if that no, we happens, can't break it up into two situations. Yes, it niggas, is. One situation. There is no. This nigga was fucking arguing. He pulled his fucking gun out. You can. He the, fucking shot. You can this accidentally lady. pull a trigger. But why are you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I just said that. Why? Oh yeah, jump in, jump in. All right. So 
I, I kind of agree. I mean, I understand what you're saying for it, but she got shot at both of feet. You can't put it into the motherfucker twice. Well, I'm saying, it, 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 like I said, if he if he let the shit off and it ricochet, you know what I'm saying? When a bullet ricochet, that motherfucker gonna do what it won't. You know what I'm saying? They say it was multiple shots, though. That's a coincidence. They say it was multiple shots. All right, well, again, if it's multiple shots, then that motherfucker was just trying to pull that shit then. That's what I'm telling you, bro. What was your intentions? I thought it could have been an accident slit where he just shot once, you know what I'm saying? And then that motherfucker ricocheted and tagged her ass. Hey, Julian, what's the number one rule with your gun? You don't, oh, I know. Don't pull your thing. He's Canadian, though. He's playing the bang. Canadians don't respect guns like don't that. Don't pull your motherfucking gun out unless you finna use it. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not. He's Canadian. And all this shit that go on, all this rap beef, all these shits that I done heard niggas get into, I ain't never heard that nigga about pulling his strap out on no nigga. Y'all have never, right. y'all have never heard Canadian beef then. I ain't never heard this nigga about pulling. This is his how strap the Canadians no get nigga, down. Bro. He, I ain't never heard they about this nigga pulling, pulling his strap out and busting at nobody. They be doing warning shots. And he done pulled his strap. Did y'all also see the? Did y'all also see? Some sort of leaked information from either his publicist or from somebody from his camp saying that uh, the idea that his his music his music sales or streams have declined like that was like his first public statement. Did y'all see that? I didn't hear that. He basically <laughs> saying that there was a myth that his his streams have declined. And I was like, that's odd that that's the first thing that we hear from you after you shot somebody in the foot. I don't know if it was true. Yeah, I hope I hope not because that's definitely poor management on on right, his team's part. Statement on what the fuck happened before anything. That's a horrible <laughs> management on his team's part. You got part. some shit you need to clear up before you talk about right. anything. But I, I think in 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 the legal stance, he really can't speak on it because it's an open case. Yes, I'm saying, but don't speak so on nothing right now. the public, we want it right now. She is because, dog, she is not... I don't think she's under investigation. She's a, not under investigation. She would be a witness. She's a victim. She'll she's be a victim. witness. But she's not pressing charges, though, from what we know. It's not a, if it's not on her, bro, it's about the DA. The, well, that's what I'm saying. So she could speak about it. She's not necessarily yeah, under a situation yeah, where she's, free to speak she's liable for anything. Everybody want to hear from him, but he can't really yeah. speak no, on it. Yeah, he's not going to talk. The, the next statement we hear from him... It's going to be right before he goes to court. That's going to be the next statement we hear. So, Tori, hey, bro, you deserve whatever you get, dog. Can't be mad at you. You uh, know trying to shoot this nigga, yeah. can't. I can't feel bad for you, really. That's what I meant to say. Can't feel bad for you. Um, I hope you know what I'm you saying? Work, I hope you're working out, little nigga. They say what you fight. What, yeah, five, you got to get right, bro. I hope you doing five, more protein shakes. 25 pounds, whatever the fuck they say that they pro- on. Uh, whatchamacallit, American jail ain't like Canadian jail now. Uh, ain't maple yeah. syrup in there, dog. I ain't no big guy, and this nigga's a little guy.